0: solo. Everybody's asleep right now. I don't know what happened. Mark's not here. Jen's not here. Jarek's not here. (laughs) You're stuck with me tonight. But i got a special guest talking with Jacob R. Miles III. He's with me tonight, man. Thank you very much for hanging out with us tonight.
1: Glad to be here.
0: Very cool. Now, is there like a nickname I should call you? Like, I don't want to call you sir all night, unless that's what (laughs) you prefer.
1: Uh, Jake is fine. (laughs) Jake, mm-hmm.
0: very cool. Um, why don't you give the the viewers, the listeners, because we do podcast, um, a little bit about who you are.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Um, I uh, grew up in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, and uh, obviously, is with, and that's where I got introduced to uh, toys and collectibles. Uh,
0: oh, but- wait. I'm sorry, Jake. Jake, I do apologize. You said Toys and Collectibles. This is not the podcast that you need to be on. Wait, no, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. (laughs) The seriousness of your face. (laughs) I felt bad for interrupting you. I'm sorry for interrupting
1: Uh, you. That's quite all right. Quite all right. Uh,
0: Toys and Collectibles.
1: Yeah, but uh, uh, I began working at Kenner Toys uh, in Cincinnati. And Kenner uh, is uh, obviously uh, been around a long, long time. You know, they uh, they started making uh, soap, competing with Procter and is How they actually started? Are
0: they really the Kenner Soap Company?
1: Yeah, They, they were doing soap. They were doing beverages. Uh, they did. Tom Collins was a one of their beverages. You know, they
0: they, they bottled a Tom Collins.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. It was a lemon lime drink, like Seven Up. You know, type yeah. of drink. Uh, but uh, that's how they started, uh, and they made a a toy gun that uh, shot bubbles. Uh, Oh,
0: that's a classic.
1: And it took off. And uh, next thing you know, they're a toy company. But uh, grew up in Cincinnati, worked for Kenner for over a decade, then went on to uh, work for Tonka, Tonka Toys. uh, Worked with Sega. I was on a team that introduced Sega game systems in America. Uh, And uh, then from there to Hasbro.
0: Wow. I mean, so you're like the ultimate nerd living his ultimate nerd dream. I mean, now is this something that when you were a kid, is this something that you wanted to get into where you're like I would love I, to do?
1: I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> so
0: as as yeah. as a little Jake, what did little Jake want to be when he grew up? Uh a pimp. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Please (laughs) I'm raised in the projects, man. I mean those guys had all the girls, you know. That's
0: why I became a rock star. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Now, okay. (laughs) Did you have your pimp name?
1: Uh you, did. you I didn't it. have one, you know. I didn't have one, but they had some good ones. We had sugar water, piece of cake, you know, they we had some great names. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so Jay goes from pimping <laughs> like <laughs> That's great. That's the best answer I've ever had from any whatsoever. And uh Jay, you are already my favorite uh interviewee. Uh <laughs> Right on. So you're a kid. You want to be a pimp. You grow up a little bit. And um, how did you fall in? So your, your first job, I guess, uh, as far as what you're doing now is through Kenner?
1: Well, you know, the, my, my uh, first uh, real job
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, was coming out of uh, high school. Uh, they, I entered a engineering apprentice program for at-risk kids. You know, and um, uh, that apprenticeship program was sponsored by the University of Cincinnati and General Electric Aircraft Engine Group. Uh, and so uh, I, I became an engineering apprentice uh, and worked at GE in their air, aircraft engine group. And that's how I started in engineering.
0: Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because we were talking about that a little earlier and I, I made the statement uh, you definitely want an engineer looking over the airplanes. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. So how did Kenner come along?
1: Well, with Kenner came along, um, I, um, I ended up leaving uh, General Electric and went to work for a company called General Tool. And in Cincinnati. And General Tool made tooling for Procter & Gamble, you okay. know. Uh, and um, so uh, I went to Tool & Die uh, apprenticeship at night after the engineering and became a machinist and Tool and & Die guy as well. And so I love working with my hands and, and, uh, uh, and enjoyed the liaison role of working between uh, the engineers and between the the guys who built the stuff on the floor and the guys up that's drawing the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, if you know in any company, those two guys don't get along. The guys that's drawing the stuff say the guys building it can't follow a drawing if they had to. It's and not like
0: got- a writer and a director on a movie <laughs> yeah, Right. <show>. It's <laughs> exactly. not what I wrote. It's like, yeah, that's not my vision. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> right and then the guy making it uh, would say that engineer couldn't make nothing if he had to. You know, so there was always conflict. So I I love being in between and managing that, uh, and uh, and that's where I got my first exposure to uh, consumer products, mm-hmm. you know, high volume consumer products, and um, uh, then that led to my um, uh, a headhunter calling me about a job at Kenner.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Now Kenner, I mean. Big time toy company. I mean, they exploded after you guys got the rights to a certain franchise. Mm-hmm. That sounds like everybody passed on them except for Kenner. And we're talking about Star Wars, and you happen to be in the room with the original script and all that jazz for mm-hmm. Star Wars. That's very exciting. It's especially you know to a Star Wars fan like myself, and to the people watching and listening. How was this? Was Star Wars the very first breakout for Kenner? Was this the one that was just... Uh, no, I, I'd
1: say that the first breakout for Kenner was
0: Play-Doh.
1: <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> Kenner, that's Play-Doh. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> Play-Doh became pretty big. Uh, but if, if, you, if you look at Kenner, uh, Kenner, uh, we always looked at toys as a reflection of life. You know, and that can be imaginary. It could be everyday. Uh, it could be fantasy, but it's really just a reflection of life. And then you take that to extremes to get your fantasy and to get and, you know and get and so forth. So uh, that's why they did play doh which was basically uh, flour dough. <laughs> you know, just yeah. like that you would bake with, but uh, and it becomes a plaything. Easy bake oven. You know, same type yeah, think- of thinking. Yeah, you know, just classic type of stuff. Uh, baby Alive, the, the daughter eats and shits. You know, same type of thing. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so, but I, I'd say our big licensing or our media TV entertainment uh, hit was Six Million Dollar Man and Bionic Woman. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that was huge for us, huge. And then Star Wars came along at the peak of that. So we were riding pretty high on Six Million Dollar Man and Bionic Woman in 1975 uh, when um, uh, George uh, came to visit, uh, looking for money uh, to uh, do the Star Wars movie. Uh, and oh. he, it, he had been turned down many places, obviously. Uh, and I think Fox was had the distribution, 20th Century Fox. Uh, and... Um, we, uh, uh, Bernie Loomis was our, our president at that time, and mm-hmm. Bernie Loomis, I remember him calling uh, the, to have me come downstairs for a meeting, so I went downstairs, and uh, there was about three or four engineers in the room. George Lucas was there with his uh, attorney, uh, and I always tell a story, um, uh, that was the time George was skinny and had two roommates, <laughs> you know, uh, he's come a long way, <laughs> uh, and uh Um, he tells me I I could leave out the part about him being skinny. (laughs) (laughs) But but he had the script and we sat there in the floor uh, and uh, we went through the script and talked about the vehicles and so forth. And main things we talked about was, you know, he was telling us his vision with the script and then we would respond with, okay, Uh, okay, let's say X-Wing fighter as an example. Uh, He would say the X-Wing fighter can do all these maneuvers. It's quick and this, that, and the other. And I say, okay, well, you know, what's that mean to a kid? You know, we've got to have some sort of uh, action or something that the kid can do to make it do that. And obviously, uh, technology wasn't what it is today. And so we put the button on the top. When you push the button, the wings go into the x and yeah. does the maneuvers then right. it does the maneuvers you yeah. know so so we've, we we call it putting uh, play value into the into the toy for the kid and then of course you put a couple of little lights on it and buzzy sounds or something you know but yeah. uh, we went through the whole script that way uh, with all the shi- uh, the uh, ships uh, we did the characters the main characters uh, and uh, we ended up uh, uh, funding the, mo- the movie for the uh, perpetual toy rights.
0: Really? You know, and what fascinates me, really, and uh, as you're talking about this, is you didn't have anything to go off of, right? There, the mo- this was before the movie, just in case a right. lot of people mm-hmm. don't know. So it's not like you could say, okay, Chewbacca, and let me look at the movie. That's what he looks like, and do we've got it. So it was, you guys had to sit around and, uh, draw out these guys.
1: Uh, well, I mean, he had rough sketches on some of them, some right. of them, not on everything, but he could create a visual. He was very good at that, very very good at that.
0: How cool is that? And do you still have that original script? You
1: probably threw it away. No, as a, no, no he he didn't give he didn't leave the script.
0: He, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Here's one you could share."
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, we we got all that later, but uh, that was the. Uh, at that point, uh, the uh, I think the contract ended up being getting signed before he left and then we started receiving the flood of information. Wow, and very uh, tightly oh, controlled.
0: Oh yeah okay I can <laughs> especially probably as it went on. huh? with like the new stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, like new characters and things it, 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 did it get more secretive? What was it oh, yeah. like that?
1: Uh, more secretive? Uh, very specific about what we had to do with scrap pieces, you know, and things of that nature, Uh, how we took stuff to the landfill, uh, how many security guards are supposed to be there, how long do we have to stay once it starts burning? Yeah, I mean, it was very specific.
0: Oh, wow. See, that's another thing that you don't think of, like me being a toy collector as a kid or playing with toys and all that jazz. Uh, We kind of touched on it earlier. But um, so there's like big-time protocols, especially for something like this. You mm-hmm. had security guards. <laughs> like...
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because there's there's hobos and dumps. Um, on the, Back then, the dumps, you know, they used to the burn stuff on the dumps. You yeah. Know, they, and the hobos and, and those guys are all out there um, and, you know, they 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 know what days the trucks come. They know when Procter & Gamble come. <laughs> they know when Kenner
0: come. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get that Kenner soap, son. <laughs>
1: They get that so, get that. They don't care about no, no uh, old uh, Duncan Hines cake, cake box mix. They'll get that
0: stuff, so make it back to the projects and sell it. <laughs> hey, you know who they could have sold it to? <laughs> a pimp named Jake. Uh, if he didn't, you deprive the people. <laughs> uh, so Star Wars happens, and I can imagine um, you working on that project, and then all of a sudden it just blows up. Like, how does that feel when you're walking through, you know, a, a store and you're what you've helped create is right there. It's a pretty good feeling or is it like eh, it's just part of the no, job?
1: No, no, it's a, it's an awesome feeling. I mean, I, I, I learned very early on. I said, oh, my goodness, I, I love this. I said, I, I can do this for the rest of my life. You yeah. know, and, and I felt blessed to have found something I love early on in my in my relatively young when I was young age, you know, and a lot of people go through life and never never really find that that one thing. So I I was I was just tickled to death. I was very, very excited. Uh and uh but again we didn't know Star Wars was gonna be Star right. Wars. Right. You know, so uh we had we had a uh we had a lot of stuff on the plate. We had like I said six million dollar man buying one we had Snoopy you know we had you know, we, I mean, we, we had some big, plus we had the Play-Doh and the Easy Bake Oven and Sit and Spin and Spirograph and, you know, and, and all of those girders and panels and, you know, and all of those things too. So, yeah. uh, uh, you didn't really have time to, to, to focus on Star Wars other than doing what you needed to do that was on those milestone schedules, okay. you know, what I mean? uh, getting your part done, uh, Because there was something else always waiting.
0: Right on. And speaking of something else always waiting, Um, Tonka is after Kenner, correct? You move over to Tonka? Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. And so they're waiting on you. As far as Tonka, now, these are kids uh, mainly, I guess, is it mainly boy-focused, male-focused as far as trucks and and stuff like that That's,
1: when i think of tonka i only think of construction and stuff like that well yeah tonka uh well you know kenner uh, was uh definitely broader focused because mm-hmm. while we were doing star wars we were doing strawberry sharp cake we launched care bears yeah you know, okay. i mean you know and so forth so i mean it had a lot of stuff going on and growing we were growing very very rapidly uh and um uh the uh, at tonka Tonka wanted to emulate what Kenner had done, Uh you know, so uh, uh, and and that was the the, their whole reason for recruiting me and several other people was to come up and say, "Okay, we want you to replicate what you guys did down there up here at Tonka. Uh, So then when we got to Tonka, uh, we went and did a little thing like like that. I don't know if you remember that
0: go bots
1: are you serious <laughs> they came of- oh, so so we went out and we we got with uh japanese companies so we started working we we got with sanrio we were doing the hello kitty we were doing we got with uh bandai and takara we were doing the go bots uh rock lords you know uh we got with sega we introduced Brought Sega game systems to America. We introduced Sega game systems, really? you know. Yeah. So and, and that grew Tonka.
0: Really? Is Tonka I Tonka its own like company or is it owned by someone and it's no, like it a...
1: its own company on the New York Stock Exchange? Really,
0: mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. So, GoBots. They did Tonka trucks. Right <laughs> 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 yeah, Right, I got you on that, but I wanted to touch on GoBots real quick because um, they have been called the Kmart of Transformers. Do you uh, get offended by that statement?
1: No, all? not at all, because I worked on Transformers too. So not at all. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh no, yes you did. Yes you did. Um, <laughs> how? What is? What was the process of getting a lot of these Japanese companies into into America? Uh, was it because? I mean, obviously you're doing uh, like robots and, and things like GoBots and whatnot. Was it because of the popularity over in Japan with what they were doing? Uh, sales yeah. with what they had coming out.
1: Uh, yeah. The the, the the main thing was uh, we were taking what they were already successful with right. in Japan. And then we were uh, changing the names uh, America, uh, i'll say westernizing it for our, our uh, redesigning it for a western audience uh, and then doing cartoons we did go with cartoons with everything uh and uh always had some sort of media tied to it you had to have media tied to it uh, and uh, and then we would introduce it in in the u.s uh and then uh once we started doing that then everybody started doing it uh, and that's why you have your Dragon Ball Z. That's all that was as well. You know, the same type of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and the rest is, uh, uh, I guess, uh, history.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, okay. So, how long? How long were you at Kenner? And how long were you at uh, like, I guess, years wise?
1: Uh, 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 about. Uh, 12 years at Kenner, 10 years at Tonka.
0: Okay, right on. So really what they asked you to do, what Tonka asked you to do, um, as far as we want to kind of emulate Mm to a certain extent what you did at Kenner, you brought that over.
1: Right. And And, 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 and the emulation was including setting up a Hong Kong office, Mm -hmm. setting up the offices that you need in place overseas to, to do this type of, you know, uh uh partnerships and so forth because you couldn't just do it sitting here you had to have a presence over there you know right. and uh so it was setting up the uh, the operations the physical infrastructure as well as looking at different product ideas what's in their market and what what can be made adaptable to our market
0: Right. And so I guess around uh, when you're there at Tonka, you did say that you worked with Bandai. Is this the Power Rangers era when Power Rangers kind of went crazy? Uh, Well,
1: uh, Power Rangers, uh, Bandai did not create. Bandai bought Power Rangers later on. Uh, Jaime, what was Jaime's last name? Salam, Salam, Salam. He created the Power Rangers uh, and then he ended up selling it to Bandai. And,
0: okay. then, Hasbro,
1: and then Hasbro ended up buying it uh, uh, from, from Bandai. Okay. So Hasbro owns it now.
0: Okay. And then when you said that uh, Tonka um, brought in Sega... And it, it, are, you talk, are, you, are we talking about just characters, just toy lines? Or are you talking about bringing in the video games? Oh,
1: the whole video game. Sega, I'm, I'm looking up at at the original right up there. The Sega Master System.
0: <laughs> yes. With,
1: with all of the video games.
0: Right. So how does something like that So now you're competing with Nintendo, right? right. That's probably the biggest. What was the game plan on?
1: Well, the toy industry, the video game industry... Esports, it's all the same industry, in my opinion, uh, because when you look at the video game industry, you know the original video game companies were the toy companies. Yeah. Uh, 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 ColecoVision, Intellivision, those were that's a, those were hard video game hardware systems. You yeah. know one, one by Mattel, one by Coleco. You know, uh, and I've got some handheld electronic games at Kenner sitting right there that we did. Uh, with Atari, back oh, wow. in early in the early seventies, you know. So, uh, and, um, and matter of fact, as a, as a side note, the first uh, when I first started looking into this esports thing, uh, uh, the history says that the first esports competition uh, was an Atari competition in California, you know, at this mall. There was one before that at Stanford, uh, but it wasn't open to the public. You know, mm-hmm. it was just, you know, a bunch of uh, uh, geeks inside Stanford doing something. But, uh, uh, but Nolan Bushnell, uh, the founder of Atari, held this competition in California. And I'm, I'm reading about it and I went, wait a minute. I was there. <laughs> <Thank> you? <laughs> and I was there because Nolan invited a couple of the engineers out because he was working with us on our electronic gaming systems, you know, and well, in our handheld games.
0: That is really, that's really cool. That's very interesting.
1: Yeah, so to me, it's, it, you know, it's all uh, uh, it's one side of another coin, of the same coin.
0: Right. Yeah. How cool is that? So, you bring in, you bring in Sega, obviously, you know, it, it becomes very popular.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, a quarter of a billion dollars in two years.
0: <sighs> wow. Wow. Talking about... Uh... Buying some
1: stock on that early on. Well, and and again, when you ask about Star Wars, Mm -hmm. Sega was a similar situation. uh, You can't keep up with it. All you can do is chase it. Oh yeah. Because you can't you can't keep up with the demand. It's just not possible. You know. (laughs) So you can do all you can do is just chase it. And we love being in the chase mode.
0: (laughs) Right on.
1: Cause your budgets are opened up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, everything you do is right. Because
0: <laughs> I guess, yeah, if you're chasing it, once you get on top of it, it's probably starting to go right. down.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can, once you catch it, then then your challenge is, oh shit, how do I protect my my downside? Right. Uh, not have too much inventory. Not have all this investment in here and then I can't recoup it, I can't get the ROI, shit I could get fired. No, 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 no yeah. you, know, yeah, exactly. you
0: got to manage that. Then it becomes scary.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: really and I mean you've had great success with uh, a lot of the things that you've worked on. So I so you've been doing a lot of running. A
1: lot of <laughs> running. A lot, a lot of running. still running. Still <laughs> I'm still running. I'm chasing esports now.
0: <laughs> and before we get into esports, from Sega, you jump on with Hasbro, right?
1: Well, let me explain to you how that all happened.
0: Yes, yeah, so, yes,
1: please. Okay, so I'm I'm uh I'm at Kenner. Uh and uh Kenner had been acquired by the General Mills Toy and Entertainment Group. Uh and General Mills obviously is the cereal people and all this stuff. Uh, And uh, so um, uh, they obviously uh, pumped in a lot of money to let us chase a lot of things uh, uh, because, again, you you can't make the money fast enough to chase. you got to have extra money coming in. So so uh, they rode they rode that horse for a decade. Uh, Then they spun uh, Kenner out. They sold their interest, spun Kenner out into the market as its own company. Uh, and that was called Kenner Parker, because Kenner and Parker Brothers are all part of the the same. Okay. So so all of the Parker Brothers games and all that stuff is all part of the Kenner family. So uh, when they spun it, when General Mills exited, that's when I exited.
0: Okay.
1: Okay, I said, okay, the purse strings are gone. (laughs) The big big (laughs) money purse strings are gone. All right, this might be a good time. So Tonka had had, had, uh, called on several of us, So then we left and went to Minneapolis, uh, and um, uh, to work with Tonka. And of course, that's in the middle of the Minneapolis music explosion.
0: Oh yeah, so you were there at the perfect time.
1: Yeah, it was awesome to be the experience all of that. Uh, But at the same time that all of this was going on, but. Uh, and uh, our offices was on Lake Minnetonka, which is right uh, obviously, with Purple Rain and all that stuff. Yeah. So we're right on the shores of Lake Minnetonka. Uh, uh, and um, then, uh, so Tonka, uh, we started doing the Bandai, the Japanese stuff, uh, and the Sega. Uh, and then we were doing, uh, started doing some girl products that failed, didn't work. Uh, but uh, but, uh, so Tonka was growing uh, very rapidly. Uh, and then, um, a entertainment company, uh, out of California came after Kenner, uh, gotcha. uh to take over Kenner. Uh, and so, uh, Kenner called Tonka said, hey, do you guys want to merge? We don't want to be taken over by this, uh, uh these guys in, in, uh, Hollywood. And we all knew those guys and they were, they were, they were, they were, they were not good people, you know? <laughs> not good people, we, we knew what they were about, you know, uh, um, take the money and run type guys. So, uh, so then Tonka and Kenner merged. So now it's Tonka, Kenner, Parker. Okay. Wow. And so now I'm back home with my boys
0: Right there, you they
1: go. Still there. It's like old oh, home week for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they they weren't mad because you left. Like you come walking in, like come
1: oh on. Yeah. Well, when I when I left, I was a manager going to be a director, but now when I come back, I'm a vice president, and so. <laughs> so they
0: love seeing you. They're like, yo, we know you. We know you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody's oh, your friend. It don't matter. <laughs>
1: oh, absolutely. I, I'll give you one example, and when that really stood out. Uh, we were in Maui uh, at a strategic planning session for all the senior executives uh, to get to know each other. Uh, and uh, and of course, I knew the Kenner folks already. They knew me. But uh, so uh, they're making the introductions. And the president of Kenner, who is Joe Mendelssohn, Toy Industry Hall of Fame guy, uh, 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 Joe Mendelssohn gets up and says, hold on, before we start this meeting, uh, I, I want to... Uh, Let you guys know something. You guys here at Tonka think you know Jacob Miles. You don't know Jacob Miles like we know Jacob Miles. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob Miles in the toy industry. Y'all know that Jacob Miles sitting over there in the Brooks Brothers suit uh, dressed all nice. We know this Jacob Miles. And he puts up a a picture from my first year there. And (laughs) I got the big afro. I I look like a pimp.
0: <laughs> it's a dream come true, man. We've come full I, I
1: time. I had blue platform shoes, none bush. you know, my collars out to here, my open down to here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: have at least one chain on
1: loud, loud colors, <laughs> chain, have, chain yeah. around the neck, you know. Uh, I, and everybody fell out laughing, <laughs> fell out laughing, you know. Yeah. So. And it comes, so so I came full circle. Well, then uh, we had the big stock market crash, uh, and then Hasbro, our stock got way down. Hasbro came in and bought us. Oh,
0: okay, right on. Oh, wow. Okay. And
1: and then I ended up at Hasbro.
0: Wow. So pretty much, I mean, you've just been—I mean, essentially, you've been working for the same company the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) It
1: it, it just (laughs) gets. it's 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 the it's the industry man
0: right so it's just like pretty much kind of like different departments at the same company if you really think about
1: it <laughs> oh, yeah over over uh almost three decades
0: yeah which is a fascinating career uh one question um about that dinner when uh you know they put out the picture mm. and whatnot and did you ask anybody if they had your money <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> better have my money.
0: <laughs> now, right behind you is—it looks like uh, a Monopoly board, but it doesn't look like a Monopoly board. Right behind you, what uh, is that? Is that uh, some that, kind of prototype? Is, that is actually
1: the uh, acquisition and bridge loans. That's from Morgan Stanley of a Monopoly board of the acquisitions that I just told you about. Are you serious? And how that all took place, the bridge loans, where they came from, the, the money and, and, you know, because Monopoly is about money. Oh, yeah. And so that was created uh, by uh, uh, Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs as a commemorative piece for the senior team uh, reflecting the deal.
0: How cool is that? Because I kept looking at it, and Monopoly. I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, it's one of my all-time favorite board games. Games, period. I love when I even went to a competition once. Didn't win anything. Got uh, got put in my place real quick. But I kept looking at it, and I said, "There's something off about that, or or different." So um, mm-hmm. I like how that game came out as a. Um, it was supposed to look on everything negatively. Like right. this is what, this is what is really going on, and. Right, uh, right. Anyway, and it's one of the biggest games, and of course you want to be the person with all the all the money. Right. <laughs> exactly. So it kind of blew up in their face. Right. Uh, so is esports is that owned by Hasbro? Is what? It? Is esports owned by Hasbro? I
1: I don't understand what you mean.
0: So you're you're with esports now.
1: No, I I, I have my own company called Map Esports Network. Oh, okay, right on. Yeah, tell yeah, us about- I'm I'm on my own. I, I left Hasbro and then I started my own toy company, uh, and then um, I started it, uh, ran it a couple of years, uh, won a couple of awards with it, and uh, then I, I sold it, uh, and then I started consulting, uh, and now I'm uh, uh, I started uh, uh, Map Esports Network. And uh, we're developing some esports collectible toys and so forth as well.
0: Oh, okay, I got you right on. Very cool. Like, what can uh, can you tell us anything that you uh, you got coming out or that you're working on, or that you uh, have worked on? Something that's not going to get you in trouble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, all, all, all I can say about uh, uh, the collectibles line uh, and uh, is that it is going to uh, be. Uh, all about all aspects of esports uh of uh, uh, the, the the characters the players you know and so forth uh, uh will be highly collectible and and all about esports uh they won't be Fortnite figures i mean because mm-hmm. to me that's really j- that's just a video game right uh figures you know uh but uh, this will be all about the the lifestyle Of esports fans, Uh, and that's all from the Comic Cons to you know the anime, manga to uh, esports competitions. It's all going to be in there.
0: Wow! And so, what uh, what led you to I I guess leave Hasbro? Because I I guess it's got to be you know you've done it for a long time. You're comfortable, I'm sure. Um, and then you're like, I'm going to take a plunge. I'm going to take a dive and just do my own thing. What, uh, what transpired that? What struck that idea?
1: Well, I mean, I, I, I had it for many, many years. Uh, uh, my, um, uh, you know, part of it was, is, uh, is family. My, my, my grandfather was a business owner. Uh, and, um, uh, and I would spend, they would send me to my grandmother's in the summer in the summertime, uh, to try to keep me out of the streets and the projects with the pimps and everybody. Uh, so they put me on a train to go to Alabama. So I spent my summers in Alabama on a farm with my grandparents, uh, and, and they were business owners, you know, and so they were just constantly working, you know, and, um, uh, and obviously they took me everywhere they went and so forth. And, um, and I saw the respect they had, and things of that nature. Uh, and even though I hated going down there, because I want to hang with my boys, right? Uh, once I got down there, after about two or three weeks, I kind of settled in. But um, uh, and then I think the other piece is, um, you know, I've I've lived in Hong Kong, I've lived in Milan, I've put factories in third world toy factories in third world countries for. Forever, seems like. Uh, and whenever I would meet, whether it be in Hong Kong with the factory owners, I would be the one negotiating. I, t- I took Star Wars to, to Hong Kong and China. They had never heard of it before.
0: you wow. know, and I,
1: and I had to convince them to ramp up and take risk on the production, and they weren't hearing it. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, they weren't hearing it.
0: No, was it? Was this after the movie had already come no, out?
1: It wasn't out no, it was went out, yet. I got to try and get toys before to have toys on the shelf when the movie comes, and we weren't able to do it because uh, uh, because we didn't have enough time to do the tooling. So we we did the packaging, put a slip of paper in the packaging, and we sold empty boxes.
0: Yeah, I do remember that it was a holiday, like a holiday Christmas special,
1: right? that uh,
0: they weren't even ready for
1: Christmas, right? <laughs> right, exactly. And the government outlawed that after we done it. You know, you can't do that anymore. Oh, the FCC came down on us. FTC. Okay. The FTC came down on us.
0: Why was that? Because you were making a well,
1: lot of was, money, right? There was nothing in the box but a piece of paper, an IOU. Yeah. You're we selling them the price of a toy. <laughs> But how
0: genius (laughs) is that? Like crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I was saying, dude. Like, I mean, you're selling them like hotcakes. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of I was curious after watching the toys that made us, and you know, I I saw that whole thing that nobody's done that since, and it's
1: brilliant. Yeah, it's against the law. <laughs> it wasn't then, but it is now.
0: <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> so yeah. you, you've gone to uh, other countries, to try to build factories. And, to get and,
1: yourself- and when I would meet these guys uh, that were building the factories and, and I'm working with them, they would always ask me, you know, um, have you ever thought about being an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about you know having your own business and, and, and so forth? You know, and uh, uh, and after you hear that, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 times over and over again throughout the years, you know, and, and Hong Kong was the most entrepreneurial place on the planet. Was it really? Oh, on the planet. I mean, it was just everybody's just like like this, you know, uh, wanting to do a deal, wanting to do something, and, and risk takers, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, and uh, if, if, it's, if, if, it's a, if you can convince them it's a good idea, they'll go find the money, they'll do whatever, they'll, they'll get it done. And so, uh, so I think out of all of that, I, I, I just got that entrepreneurial bug and said, I've, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And so I, awesome. this is my um, fourth startup. Uh, MAP East Sports Network is my fourth one. Uh, and um, uh, sold one, took one public, and one failed.
0: Right now, well, I'm t- good luck on this
1: one. That's for sure. Man, it I'll, sounds
0: very exciting.
1: I'm excited because it brings together everything that I've worked on in the past into this one project.
0: Very cool. And uh, so this is this so this is brand new. When could we start seeing some of the things? From... Uh,
1: it's launching at the end of the summer.
0: At the end of the summer, we're going to have our first launch. September.
1: Uh, it will be it will be launching in September. Right on.
0: So what we can expect from you is uh some IOU boxes that we can give out for Christmas.
1: <laughs> I had to figure out a new way to do it. Maybe if I do it digitally, the government probably ain't figured that one out yet. I'll do it digitally. Digital <laughs> <Yeah>. IOUs. <laughs>
0: exactly. You could you could probably do that and then just be on, you know, and then they're going to come down on you and be like, "You know what? Every time this dude puts his finger in something." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's exciting, dude, that's exciting. I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys come out with. Now, curious though, just being um, I mean, you've been around toys pretty much your entire life. Um, something as big and as just super simplistic as Pops, does that blow your mind? That just Pops are just crazy, sensational. What do you? What is your take on Pops?
1: Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show. I mean, it's it's that as I mean, the uh, the Pet Rock you know, uh, all of those things, you never know. Yeah. I mean, you you never know. I mean, the astounding thing is, uh, at Kenner and Tonka, Hasbro, we looked at 200 ideas a year to get five, of which two would last more than two years. Wow. So... I mean so you gotta you, you got you gotta look at a, a bunch of stuff to you know and 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 you got to try stuff so you have to have those winners uh, to you know to carry those uh losses or those those losers but the key is get up, getting off of them early before you get into tooling and and, and all but, that stuff you try to you know do your tests and things of that nature
0: out of all the all the toys that you got to work with uh, you get to put out. You get to see from start to finish. Um, is there something other than Star Wars that uh, you that you worked on that you really enjoyed? That that that, I found love that some success? Or do you, do you do superpowers?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make your best friends, dude. Hold uh, on. Can I see the?
1: I, I got all of them in there. Uh, uh, more know, even the original Star Wars stuff.
0: Oh my god. And it still has a little it hasn't been broken.
1: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. These all went from when I worked on them in this in the 70s and and then all these guys
0: starting lineup. Holy cow. <laughs> Dude, you're showing my childhood.
1: right. You know, but uh I mean and again, it's just there, there's so many, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. uh and, and i'm I, I i love them all uh obviously star wars is probably my favorite you okay. know simply because of what's you know we coined the phrase star wars is forever and it's okay. and it's and it's stuck you know and so uh, and 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 again i love george you know i i work with George now still today you know oh, yeah. uh yeah we um i i represent the tuskegee airmen uh, and you can see where is it Tuskegee Airmen? Somewhere around here? Ah, right over there. Yeah, oh yeah, him. Yeah, you know, and we did that at we did the original ones back then at Kenner at uh, Kenner ha- at Hasbro because we did you took GI Joe and made Tuskegee Airmen collector's edition out of it, you oh. know, and uh, and then George uh, uh, did the Red Tails movie, uh, Tuskegee yep. Airmen Red Tails movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had to fund it himself because he couldn't get money for it. So that kind of followed a similar path. Uh, and uh, the reason he wanted to do that movie so bad and, uh, is obviously uh, for uh, those, uh, those pilots, but also because he used scenes of the way they fought in World War II for the movement and how the X-Wing fighters fought.
0: Yeah, I I did. I I remember hearing that as you were telling the story that's kind of coming back. That's really cool. Those guys
1: were just, uh, they didn't have the biggest guns. They didn't have the strongest machine. The Germans' equipment was way better. You know, Germans were flying jets. (laughs) They were flying jets. And these guys, they were flying
0: pintos with wings.
1: They thought it was, they, they thought it was, uh, uh, aliens, a uh, uh, German jet, well, they say, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> they say, what was that? <laughs> they didn't know, no, know the Germans had no jets.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, the, one of the guys decided that, hey, they got to go way out to come back around. They can't maneuver c- quickly. We got to sure. take we can maneuver quickly. So what we got to do is use that to our advantage. We can go down and come up under them, you know, because uh, they can't change direction real quick. If they coming straight at that speed, ain't like they can go over there.
0: Yeah.
1: So unbelievable, but yeah. So so I, I definitely would say Star Wars would be the, would be my favorite.
0: Man, that's so cool! And it, it, you pulled up that Batman right there, and it just brought back uh, some memories. Like nobody's business. Me and my my kid brother, we used to, we had all of those as were given to us by a cousin of ours. He was much older, uh-huh. and they still had the capes and stuff. And of course, we lost all the capes and uh, all that jazz. So that kind of brought back some good memories. Now, as a kid, did you have what? What were some of the things that you were into as a kid? You know, dice. <laughs> 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 all right,
1: we have baseball cards, we have baseball cards. Yeah,
0: but right
1: we play baseball cards. I, I put three up against the wall. You put yeah. three up against the wall. Whoever knocks the last one down, we take turns. You get you get to throw again if you knock one down. Yeah. And whoever knocked the last one down gets all of the cards up there. Okay. You know, so we played that. We played marbles. Same rules. Right. You put three in the circle. I put three in the circle. You shoot. If you can knock one out of the circle, you get to shoot again. If you don't, I get to shoot. And then what you knock out of the circle, you kid. Pitch pennies. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> and and the number one of all was craps. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the I was watching the last dance and uh, it's got a lot of Michael Jordan playing uh Playing those types of games, like just when he's hanging out, uh-huh. uh, with the security team. Yeah, it was a lot of fun because I remember some of the cats in, in in high school that used to play that, and uh-huh. uh, they tried to get me to play it. I was like, man, uh, I, I'm spending my money on comic books. <laughs> 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 Too rich for my blood, man.
1: <laughs> uh, yep, Yeah, Hey, I man, I mean, I mean, there's no shit talking like the shit talking that go on in a game of craps.
0: Well, I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you lose. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, you don't
0: know anything about that, right?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, shoot, I don't know too much. Yeah, if I go to Vegas, I, I, that's the first place I go is to the craps table.
0: I'll, dude, that's the only place to go, really? Like, I'll yeah. play a little bit of live hmm and then the craps table, it's just always bumping. No matter how full or empty the casino is, that's just the place to be. And it's yeah. so much fun, that energy.
1: And... Bet to 6-8, you, you won't lose. No, I didn't.
0: You hear that, guys? I always bet.
1: If you just went up there and just stood there and just bet to 6-8. Okay.
0: I'm writing it down right now. But. <laughs> and, and, and when I lose, uh, I'm going <laughs> to ask me, you. Call me. <laughs> Say, Jake, Jake told me. Y- y'all know Pimp Jake? <laughs> 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 well, man, uh, it's uh, – can you tell the people where to find you? Do you want to be found? Is there anything people uh, should look forward to? I know you, you guys have like a, a, a website or Facebook uh, or anything like uh, Yeah, we have
1: mapesports.com. We have, uh, mapesports, uh, uh, have esportsfuturei.com, which is our magazines and uh, our streaming channels. That's going to be coming out on, as part of the network. And then we have the Power Players League, which is our esports league which is ppl.gg. Uh, and uh, that'll have um, uh, uh, different places where people sign up and go play. Uh, and um, But uh, we're very excited about MAP um, Esports Network. Uh, if it's about esports, it matters to us.
0: That's awesome. Well, see, there's another There's another tagline. Awesome, right? <laughs> you know, what are some of the things that you guys will be streaming? Do you have an idea as to what
1: you're going to uh, Do you uh, have, like, uh, a little show? Shows. Uh, shows. Things like this, you oh, guys, you guys should let us put you out on on our network, because uh, I'm
0: down, dude.
1: I'm down. I'll be there. Collectibles and all that stuff as well, uh, and uh, 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 some of the shows will be third party shows. We'll develop some shows internally, but we're going to market the network, right? You know, uh, and uh, then uh, with third party shows, we revenue share back with uh, uh, the uh, show owners that are on the network, uh, and um, and we're just gonna grow it, grow it massively with uh, anything and everything around esports. Esports, like I said, is is the collectible. It's 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 the same people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the same people, you know. So uh we're very excited about that.
0: Man, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what you guys are gonna do, what you're gonna do. Uh, it sounds very exciting. And um Man, I've enjoyed this conversation.
1: Yeah, me too, man. Me too. I
0: really have, and 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 I'm being serious. When I'm on this show, I'm like the third dude out. Like I'm the (laughs) the, you you know how they have Guillermo on Jimmy Kimmel Live? He's next to the door. off off in the the corner over there. (laughs) I'm over here just drawing and stuff. So, um.
1: Well, you pimping tonight?
0: What's that? You pimping night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning from the best, dude. I'm from the original Ohio player right here.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> Jacob Miles the Third, I do appreciate it. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, anytime, man. Let's do it again after you Let's launch your stuff. Oh, I'm, I'd love to.
1: I'd love to. Very cool, man. Got it. And then, and then maybe I can take you and show you the, the room where all of this stuff comes from.
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. let's do it's that let's do you heard right. it here and we've got the exclusive with uh jake miles the third um i'm supposed to read off like a big list of stuff on <laughs> who to think and all that jazz but uh i don't have it because mark doesn't and no. <laughs> <laughs> I so i know thank you for joining us this evening on the kingdom of geekdom you can check us out uh Every Monday night, 8.30, live on the Kingdom of Bageetum, uh through Twitch, through the woodlandsonline.com, and all that jazz. And there's a whole bunch of other shows that you can watch. We're on Roku for me and for you. Um, I think that's it. All right. <laughs> know, <laughs> Thanks to Jake. All right, I'm man. Jazz, and we were out of here, man.
1: Appreciate you.